We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to a special Rope Drop Radio. Derek here in the studio, and yet, Doug, you are all the way across the U.S. You are in Florida right now, experiencing everything Walt Disney World, Lightning Lane, and Genie. How are you doing, Doug? Doing good. Sitting here in French Quarter, which recently opened, enjoying that. Uh, But we're not going to talk about our trip really that much, other than... Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, and Individual Attraction Selections, Lightning Lanes. It's a long name. I screw up every time. It is. And you are not alone. With you, of course, is from Touring Plans, your better half, Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm good. I'm keeping Doug in line. He really has no idea what he's doing. No, I don't. That's why I'm here. Every time I open the app, I say something stupid. What? I open it. I look at it and I say like, "Oh, we have this," and you're like, "No, you need to click there, there, there." And then you're like, "I, yeah, yeah." She's. It's a good thing she's here. So the fact that it says four plus on the app might be a little off. A little bit. <laughs> it's forty plus might be even a stretch. It it might need a IQ test instead okay. of an age. Okay. Well, uh, and also, is it smart enough to know that uh, you needed to record a uh, episode for Rope Drop Radio to tell you to go to your room? No. no. Well, no, it this thing, this, I don't even know. Okay. Well, we need to dive more it into is. it. Yes. So tell me, guys, what is Genie Plus? Well, let's just start with what is Genie. There you go. Because Disney Genie is the free little bit that you get. And what Genie does, you can have it create your day, right? And it can give you a whole list of attractions in an order, tells you what restaurant to go to, all that stuff. That's Genie. In a nutshell. And you can tell it what your preferences are, and it seems to sometimes care and sometimes not. But that's the free thing that you get. Disney Genie. It's inside the My Disney Experience app. Everybody has it. Update your app. What else, Michelle? What did I forget from just Genie? Well, it tries to steer you ways that are there's no crowds. So um, if you select, like, your top four things, it doesn't guarantee you're actually going to it's going to tell you to do those four things because it's not it may get you one of them it may get you none of them depending on crowds that day um it's not you know basically you're selecting four things to eight things that you really want to do but it doesn't really care no it, it may take you to, to swiss family robinson it wanted us house it right wanted us to rope drop the carousel yes makes sense because, because we had an interest of princesses yes what did we but like we were there for the early morning entry and so like it didn't factor in that extra half hour either it doesn't account for that so it doesn't technically know i guess if you're a hotel guest or not but it should that should i didn't know that okay saturday at nine Mm -hmm. when really the park was opening at 8 30 for us which is a huge plus yeah so I wish it would it would put something in there about that so guests would know what's open. Because be a good... I could see a lot of people actually following this plan that's laid out there. Like, oh, let's go do this. Yeah. So now it's very similar 
to what touring plans does with their optimized touring plan. In the Lines app. In the Lines app, which you get, does have a subscription cost, but you get it for free if you book with Michelle or a touring plans travel agent. So can be just as free as Genie, and it is a little more accurate. Keeps you going. There's some big gaps in the day for Genie. For Genie, and it's like, all right, what am I going to do for the next two hours? Nothing. It doesn't even tell me to go shop. That's what surprised me. I thought it would be like, go check out the Emporium or have a snack. So it Dole Whip is located to your left. It doesn't do that. So that's probably going to come. That's going to be like Genie. Yeah, absolutely. That's coming. They they just need more time to tell me to shop and tell me to eat Dole Whips and churros. So, but that's the free stuff. That's not the most important thing. That you can pretty much ignore. Genie Plus time. Okay. Yeah. What is it? No, I'm gonna let you handle this. No, I'd rather hear what you have to oh, say. Oh dear. Just, this is like when we had Alden do listener questions. All right. So Genie Plus is the service you pay for. It's about sixteen dollars a day. It's what fifteen plus tax. Per person. Per, per day. It's essentially what's replacing the regular fast pass. Um, you have to have it to get lightning lanes. That's the new name of the fast pass. It doesn't get you all the attractions. You still have to make them like we're making fast pass plus. However, there's two attractions, which we'll get to later in each park that are not part of genie plus. Um, it starts at 7 a.m. It, now, what did I say wrong? There's still some attractions that aren't included and you can't buy them either. So like people mover. The carousel. The carousel. Things like that. It's just like Fast Pass Plus, really. Yes, they just have one line. So not, no, I mean, not a big deal. There's people but, that have been saying, it needs to get me on everything. Well, for $16, it's not going to get you on everything. Now, it, it's definitely valuable to have. We've used... Quite a few lightning lanes so far in our two days of using it. Um, yeah. Um, Genie, Genie Plus, like Doug said, you can start at 7 a.m. That's for um, guests on property and off. I wish there was more of an on property, you know, perk there, but there's not as of right now. Hopefully that starts later. Um, and then you can make your next lightning lane attraction um, actually two hours after the park opens. So like today that was at 9 a.m., Magic Kingdom, that's where we were at, so that we couldn't make our next lightning lane until 11. However, there's another catch. If you make a lightning, your first lightning lane, like at 9, 9.15, 9.30, then you can make your next lightning lane after that. So the rule is either two hours after park open or right after you have complete, completed your ride or tapped well, in. tapped in tapped and in. you every time we've used it we've had to tap twice so back in the beginning of fast pass plus you always had to tap twice now you tap it when you go in you tap again right at the merge point and after you tap the second time is when you can make your next lightning lane you cannot make it between taps we have learned yeah, we tried that. So today. we've tried that multiple times. That's a good tip. I wouldn't know. So this is yep. kind of similar to when after you have your three fast passes and you're trying to get that fourth, fifth, and you got to wait till the next one. Exactly. Except you're doing it after lightning lane number one. Yep. So it and you can start just going from attraction to attraction to attraction. So the next topic after Genie Plus, I think that's everything Genie Plus nuts and bolts wise, right? We'll yeah. get into how we used it more. Um, but the next topic is. Just lightning lane as a general term, you 
we can't just say, oh, I bought Lightning Lane because there's Lightning Lanes that are not part of Genie Plus. And there's so Lightning Lane is simply where you tap in the, the path you go to get to the attraction. It's not Genie Plus and it's not the individual Lightning Lane attraction. So uh, Lightning Lane, you don't buy Lightning Lane for everything, just to clarify. That's just what the signage says, where you tap to go in. So the next thing, did I need to add anything else for Lightning Lane? It's it's just, I just wanted to clarify. Um, So the next thing is the individual Lightning Lane attraction that you can purchase. So this, as an extra wrinkle, do you want me to say this again so I can say incorrect information? No, oh, you want no, this thanks. to be correct the first go round. So, so you can buy this separate from Genie Plus, or you can buy it with Genie Plus. It really makes no difference. Um, there's two rides in every park that you can buy for this individual Lightning Lane selection. Um, in Magic Kingdom, it is Seven Dwarfs and Space Mountain. In Animal Kingdom, it is Slide of Passage and Expedition Everest. In Epcot, it's Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and Frozen. And then at Hollywood Studios, it's Rise of the Resistance and um, Runaway Minnie, Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Railway. Railway. Yeah. Um, so, that, like I said, two in, every, in each park. Um, these are an additional cost. These costs vary depending on the date, um, the crowd level, things like that. So, for example, we purchased Flight of Passage the other day. It was $14. Uh, we per purchased person. Ra- per, per person. Per person. Yep. And then we purchased uh, Rise of Resistance. It was $15. Which is, that's the most expensive one, I think, every day, any day yeah. right now. Rise and, of and from what I'm seeing and hearing, like, that's the one that's been selling out, I guess, would be the words. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, and when we used that, I know we're going to get into using it more later, but, I mean, it was a 280-minute wait. So how much is your $15 worth time-wise? I'm still shocked that that one's only $15 in, in my opinion. That that Give will go up. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I know. I'll be there when this episode comes out. So hopefully, uh, yeah, we can get through that. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you don't regret that statement. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts, the different categories. Now, following back. So with the lightning <laughs> lane, can you, you, you said there's some attractions you can't get. Would that fall into rise of resistance? Do they make you buy it then? Or can you get a lightning lane? Or no, that's just wait. That buy yep. separately. Okay. Genie Plus includes a whole lot of them, except for two, two in, in each, each park. park. Yep. Just clarifying. Right. There's other rides that it doesn't include. So what she was saying is like just the ones that didn't have fast pass. Didn't need them originally. Like yeah. People Mover. Yeah. You can't pay. Yeah. You can't buy your way on the People yeah. Mover. There you go. The, um, I think that's a good thing to clarify. All right. And the individual individual lightning lane selections can be made at 7 a.m. for on-property guests or 9 a.m. for off-property guests. Um, you can, Or not 9 a.m., whatever the park time opening Open. is. So 11 for Epcot. Yeah. Um, you can, um, so if you're going to park hop, you can actually make a, an individual lightning lane attraction selection for that right away at 7 a.m. So you can book both of your, you get two per day. You can't go over that. It's just um, crazy they don't want you to buy six or that's, eight. That just blows right. my mind. When you told me that, Doug, I didn't actually believe you, so I'm glad Michelle is confirming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can when we tested it out, we we did uh Res Resistance and Flight of Passage and you cannot get a third. Um but you there, can make them like with... show me your money. Come on now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what does Bob think he's doing? 
passing on that. But that's one real good benefit. If you have a park hopper, it really can be helpful. Because yeah. we rope dropped Mickey and Minnie's. And then we used our individual attraction lightning lane for Rise. And then we when we hopped to um, Animal Kingdom, we were able to use that individual attraction for Flight of Passage, saving another 200 minutes, something like that. It was mm-hmm. That was because it went down earlier, so that, that weight was inflated because of the, the downtime for Rise. But what? So we saved like four hours in line yeah. by, by spending money through. Yeah. I mean, we only technically had two and a half days here this trip. So, so time, money, time is time money. Time is money. I mean, yeah. we don't have much time. If we were here for a week and a half, maybe different. But we'll get to the, is it worth One it? One other thing is you can stack these. Um, so um, Genie plus um, the Genie system, my Disney experience, doesn't care if you already have things booked at a certain time. So, like, technically, I could have made Rise of the Resistance at the same time as Slinky Dog. Um, and then later on grabbed another lightning lane from my genie plus to go at the exact same time. So they do not care. doesn't eat up that hour window like fast pass did how you oh, make sense. Okay. The individual attractions run a little more they independent the from the other lightning lanes. Time. But with lightning lanes, you can only hold the one until it's time to make it again. And then those can't stack over the top of each other. Correct. They can stack. Oh, they can stack too. See, yeah. this is why she's in charge. They can stack, and like I said, it doesn't it doesn't notice. That. I mean, it, it says you have conflicting plans at this time, but it actually lets you make it unless un, unlike dining. a dining reservation. <laughs> um, but if you can't make it to those attractions, then you're going to be in trouble. So you got to make sure that they're logistically capable. Yes, let's let's go back to how is using Genie Plus when you first purchased it in the morning. And then making your first Genie Plus attractions. How was that, Michelle? Because I was asleep. So we have annual passes. So we, I have to purchase this, uh, t- the Genie Plus every day. Um, you can purchase it after midnight. Um, or you can purchase it right before the 7 a.m. time slot. The things open up. I chose to purchase it at, purchase it at like 6.30. Because um, I don't want to stay up past midnight. And then have to get up that early. I think most people will be the same way. Um, if you have a... Um, package booked with tickets, you can add it to your to your whole package if you want to do that. Um, if you choose not to want it on certain days um, and not to go for your whole length of stay, you will have to add it every, every morning. Day. Okay. Yep. So that's what we're um, going to have to do when we're there. Yes. Yes, because you have annual passes. So. Yeah. So that so like I said, I purchased it at six thirty. Um, I went ahead and set my selections in Genie. That's the free service. Um, at like 6.30 for the day for the park I was going to. It does recognize your park passes. So you do have to pick things in that park to start with. Um, and then at 7, um, I was in the tip board. So there's another word. Yeah, there's like, there's the my day, my genie day, right? Yeah. And then there's the tip board. You got to go to the tip board to actually book your so lightning when, lanes. When you're in the My Disney Experience account, there's a little hamburger you know the stacking three lines. lines. She calls it a hamburger. Most I call it three lines. It's not a hamburger. There's I, no pickles. I, I or... call it the three lines. So there we go. But I know what you meant. There's the bottom right hand corner, and then um, so if you hit that, then you'll get um, at the very top of your screen. You're going to get tip board, and you're going to get my Disney day, my genie day. I think it should be my Disney day. It should be. But um, on the tip board, if you click it, then it's going to show you what rides are um, 
at 7 a.m. It's going to show you what rides are available for Lightning Lane and then what time is the return time. So, like, right now, she just opened it, and it is 1.48 in the afternoon, and it's letting us know that Big Thunder Mountain is 45 minutes of standby, um, but we could get a Lightning Lane Genie Plus because we have Genie Plus for 4.20 right now. So that's when the next one's available. So, so my strategy was going to be, you know, get get a slink. The first day was going to get a be a slinky dog at um, nine a.m. because that's when the park opened. Um, so immediately I saw nine fifteen. Great, perfect. Clicked on it, and then the next screen. If you don't notice it, you're in trouble. But it jumps to the next time available. So between like those seconds of me clicking nine fifteen, um, then, then it said eleven. <laughs> So, um, and then if, you know, if, if you go back and be like, oh no, I didn't want that one. You can't pick another time. You can only pick what's available. So that's where it's different from the fast pass plus system. Oh, I don't like that at all. No. So that's, that's for the genie plus lightning lanes. Um, and, um, so like if you go backwards and I was like, oh no, then I click back and it was 11 o'clock. Okay. Well, I better grab that now quick. Right. Well then 11 became like 1140, I think is what we actually got. I was like, great, I'm just going to confirm it really quick. But that also meant I couldn't make my next Genie Plus landing lane until after 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah. Not after we tap, after 11. Oh, the two hours, yep. Yeah. So so that's how the morning goes. And then I also made my individual lightning lane attraction at that time. And I got Rise of the Resistance. Um, and that I knew I didn't want at 9 because I you cannot cancel an individual lightning lane selection and get anything back. So if you can't make the time that you signed up for, you cannot get it back. The difference with the choosing the time system though, with an individual one is that you do pick the time or the time range and you will actually get that. Unlike the genie plus lightning lane. Does that make yes. sense? Kind no. of not really clear as mud. No. Not really. But I do like that you can pick the time. Like, so we wanted to hop to Animal Kingdom. We could pick four, five, six, and then it would give us like 520, something like that. Well, I do like how you can cross. Yeah, the hopping thing, that sounds wonderful. And I'm glad that way you can get a couple e-tickets in at each park. Because when we hopped, we made, we had that one we paid for at Flight of Passage. And we also had a safari that you had made once you were done with Slinky Dog. You made that safari, so that worked out really well. And then today at Magic Kingdom, we've made quite a few already just through the morning. And when we go back after recording this, we have a Jungle Cruise waiting for us. There you go. Good. I'm glad you're getting that attraction in, though, Doug. Well, it's Jingle Cruise right now, so that's even Even better. better. Yeah, and that's been a hard one to get. So that actually, I'm going to follow up with a question I have because that actually will be a good transition. How is Lightning Lane... Uh, changing the overall wait times for the standby. Are you seeing a big uh, difference? You can definitely see it's a difference. Not the uh, no fast pass era. Yeah. Like we got used to the the lines just moving slowly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when and there's probably stand- no more social distancing. So, no, oh, no. Oh, yesterday we also after Animal Kingdom we went and used two lightning lanes at Epcot. We used a test, test track, track and, and a Soren. So we got three different parks where we used our genie plus lightning lanes um very effectively so it it we worked it pretty well yesterday throughout the whole day and then we even ended up back at hollywood studios we didn't need one but we could have 
Yeah. So anyone who's been to the parks like during during the pandemic, you you really and now you visit again for the first time again. Standby is different. Standby is different. So if you see like Seven Doors wasn't outside of the queue, you're like, oh, let's enter. But the Lightning Lane entrance entrance to yeah. goes all the way back to almost. Um, it was long. Almost guest on. Yeah, the okay. Lightning Lane entrance was stretching 50 people deep. I would say one fourth of the people in the Lightning Lane entrance were in the wrong spot, did not have it correctly, were there at the wrong time. So that slows that line down because they have to haggle with the mm-hmm. people. They don't. There's no haggling. I think we saw one person haggle and get in successfully. That was at the Safari. They were 30 minutes late. And like we were at the, the what's the the conservation, conservation station, and we waited 30 minutes for a train to get back. We were unaware what that was, like which I totally get it because first time I ever went there, I was like, wait, we're stuck here. What? Um, yep. like, yeah. So that might be like the exception. There's a tiny bit of wiggle room, just like the fast pass like was. Five minutes. I mean, to it's 15 always minutes. subject to the cast member though working. Do not count on it. No. We got in five minutes early most of the time, and Touring Plants has tested it as well. Um, they don't have the cast member doesn't actually have to like buzz you in or anything. You your thing actually lights up your when you yeah it lights up being five minutes early. Your phone, but after the window, it does not. It lights up blue, and then you have to hope. Yeah, nope. don't be late. Don't be late. All right, another question. You, oh, I was gonna say seven a.m. You get the choice between your Lightning Lanes or Ratatouille right now, Michelle. What's the strategy there? Hasn't Ratatouille's virtual queue has not been filling up like right away like Fry's was. Um, I think it's because a lot of people don't go to Epcot. Um, so I, I think it's worth taking the chance about not getting no not trying the virtual queue first. I would go ahead and do your Genie Plus and your individual selections of you your can, lightning lanes. You can also buy your way on a Ratatouille. Yeah, if, if, you know, worse comes to worse. Plus, the, there's that one o'clock so, time, too. You can try again. Yeah, and with the Ratatouille boarding groups, most days, you're waiting 50 to 60 minutes to get on after your boarding group's called. So it's not like the good old days of Rise where your boarding group's called and it's almost like a fast pass. It is, you're allowed to get in a line that could be an hour long. Um, when we did it, though, it was pouring rain sideways and cold we waited maybe 20 minutes, but yeah. Epcot was but if, but empty. The, but the Genie Plus individual selection, you can go basically right on in. So you're not waiting. Yeah, they're getting priority. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if you're spending money, up, then I would hope you're getting priority. I was going to follow up with that. They stop that line and Lightning Lane goes um, probably at a higher rate than FastPass ever did. Which is good. You're not paying right. for it. You're paying right? for it. Absolutely. If I'm, if I'm gonna pay for something, I, I definitely want to get a get on that attraction for sure. And they're doing a great job of that. I, there hasn't been one time we've redeemed a lightning lane, and I'm and I've thought, hey, now, we paid for this, right? Like I think every time we've walked up and been been treated really quick. And yeah, you may see a line like today, Seven Doors, but it the was line to get in. Quickly. There was a line to get in Peter Pan, yeah. and it was like half the people were just in the wrong place, yeah. which that happened with Fast Pass. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there'd be that one family. There's the still someone was... at the park today looking for a paper Fast Pass, Doug. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely. Yep. Uh, those were the days. They yeah. were. 
RIP. Uh, so another question, you are just a couple right now, so it is a little bit cheaper. Let's move into if you're a bigger family, maybe say a family of five uh, when it comes to cost and value. Where are you guys thinking and putting this? We're getting into the is it worth it category. Yeah. Let me put it this way. Imagine going pre-pandemic during the fast pass era, right? Say everybody else had fast passes, just like like fast pass plus like normal, and you did not. And there was a way that you could, for sixteen dollars per person, have the same that same ability. Then do you see the value? Like the lightning lanes, there's a lot of people using them. Um, so if you're in standby all day, every day, with a family that compounds the whininess, I think the value of it with children is actually pretty good because I don't want to stand in line with my kids. I mean, who does? Yeah. It's, it is sad, but true. It is now think of it as part of the cost of a mission, the genie plus the individual attractions is a different story. Yeah. Because that, you that could, comes down to how important those are. And you, you could technically rope drop one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you could, that was, that's my follow-up question. It's gonna be, that's yeah. what we did. We rope dropped Mickey and Minnie's. And we paid. But that one doesn't rice. really count because it shouldn't be. That one. It shouldn't be. An it should be slinky. It should be slinky dog. And I worry they're going to fix that. Well, I think they did that so that they had something that people could buy that didn't have a height requirement. Yeah, that too. Because yeah. most of the ones you pay for have height requirements. Yeah. Like Everest, Flight of Passage, Space Mountain, Mine Train. Yeah. Not, Re- a, not at Epcot. No, not at Epcot. Epcot's the most family-friendly, give us your money but yet, park. It's not. But it's the least family-friendly park. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely a value there, especially if you're hopping where you could do a day where you try to get, you know, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot in one day, even on a longer trip. Maybe you do Hollywood Studios one day without Genie and one day with it, um, too. But the stacking, doing Hollywood Studios in the morning, Animal Kingdom in the late afternoon, early evening worked really well with lightning lane for safari and that sort of stuff. Yeah. My thought is if you have a hopper, it's a no brainer. You do it every day of your trip. Um, touring plans did research and they really don't think it's worth it to add it for animal kingdom or, or Epcot. Uh, I saw that safari line. Right. I, my, my issue with it is that there's obviously a learning curve to genie plus. I mean, we've been using it for three days. Obviously we're not an expert Touring plans text tests everything in the park you know, almost every day. So if you want, you know, real data and stuff, definitely go to touring plans, but we use some of their strategies, but it's definitely a learning curve once you're in the app. Cause I mean, Doug still is having issues. <sighs> well, I, part of that is I'm scared. I'm going to screw up what she's done. It's hard to cancel things than you think. For, it's the, like, do you... for the record, I've never seen Doug make a fast pass. I did all those for him as well. I never made a fourth fast pass in my life. Mm-hmm. I've just been taken care of. What can I say? I live a blessed life. He had to order lunch today. That was a, like, that's a whole different episode. No, there I had go. to go in and order from a That sounds like Patreon stuff. I know you guys are going to record some Patreon material uh, while you're down there. So there you go. Uh, let's talk early access. Michelle, who gets it right now? What is that like and how important is it? And also strategizing with uh, Lightning Lane and FastPass or Genie. Yeah. Um, so all on property guests get it. All Disney Resort guests get it. Um as well as some select good neighbor resorts um, and then like the Swan and Dolphin, those kind of things. So some outsiders, I mainly deal with outsiders. Outsiders, I mainly do deal with Disney resorts though on property. Um, it's really important. 
Um, we got on a bus about an hour before early entry started. Even though it said the bus wasn't going to be there for a half hour on the little screen. So, so early entry at Magic Kingdom started at 8.30 today, and we were on a bus moving by 7.30. So don't believe the little signs at the bus stops that says the first bus is coming at 8.20. So we got to Magic Kingdom uh, uh, like in 15 minutes, so mm-hmm. 7.45. The lines were insane. There's a ton of people waiting at the tap styles. But that mm. really wasn't that big a deal. It didn't matter. I think but... half of them were off-property people that were just there to line up for 9 a.m. already because they're smart for off-property. So every park is going to be different. But Magic Kingdom lets you in right about a half an hour before early entry starts. They let you walk down the um, Main Street USA, you know, get your Starbucks, um, and then go to either Tomorrowland or the Fantasyland Bridge and then stand for 30 minutes. And they did not open that a second early. Eight thirty on the dot. That was my next dot. question. So, yeah, and I think that's been day, everywhere. Every day is a little bit different because back in October when we were there for the fiftieth, they opened it a little bit earlier. Yeah, so, but that was also a weird day. No, it wasn't the actual thirtieth. It was the day after. Oh, fiftieth. Well, it was you know like thirty years ago. It seems like ages ago. Um, but no, it's going to be important because you're going to be able to knock out one to two attractions before the. Um, off-property guests come in. So a strategy might be to, you know, hit something in Tomorrowland or Fantasyland and then be ready to hit Frontierland. Um, but, you know, get in the, that line before the off-property guests do. So like today, so she'd already bought in Space Mountain. So she didn't need to rope drop that, which looked like it was a good thing because it didn't look like it was running right away. Sometimes Space Mountain, Rise of the Resistance, probably the two most notorious for like not being quite ready to open for the day um so rope dropping those are both sketchy so we rope drop buzz i got my galactic hero we don't need to i'm not saying to rope drop buzz i've done it done it many times like you gotta start the day with a sticker we i got my sticker and then we we're gonna do winnie the pooh but it was down for Mm -hmm. quite a few hours um but then we did the princesses yeah, the princess just started a week or two so ago. So they're right back. So we went and did Rapunzel and Tiana. This is at Fairy Tale Princess Hall. And that was right at nine. So right as we beat the park guests coming in, the off property, because they hadn't physically gotten there yet. We're done meeting them. We come out, go around, and then meet Cinderella and Elena. Elena of Avalor. Yeah. Uh, she talked about some character and we're like uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. we needed claire and samantha here to help us with that one but i don't know anything about that show i'll admit it but yeah we met princesses, and then we walked down main street against the crowd like salmon trying to spawn and we met mickey with it said a half hour but it was like 10, 10 minutes. minutes maybe so disney's still inflating those wait times too definitely with mickey and that's one you can't get a lightning lane for you can't do that yet they need to but also that doesn't make sense why you can't yeah that that's easy money i expect that to yeah. come they're probably just trying to figure out their operations they've only been open for what a week yeah so they'll they'll get that figured out get that added to the app at some point i believe but yeah we met the characters all by like nine fifteen. yeah and then we went and you did Thunder and we did not do Splash because it's cold. Going back to the characters. Back to the characters. So you still leave your face mask on inside. It's socially distanced. You can do a selfie or you can have like a parent take pictures of the kids, the cast members. At the princesses didn't take pictures, but the cast member at Mickey took pictures. So it might Weird. be a personal 
the person take I, yeah. I still make I it know. awkward. Yeah, you do. I saw the picture. Yeah. But, but yay, are, characters are coming back. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it seemed very normal, just not without the hug or the autograph. Oh, so, I'm good. Get rid I'm of good. autographs. Bring back hugs. I'm down. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd be fine with autograph books never come back. They should do, you know, some of the characters, they hand out the card. Afterwards, just do that with all the characters. There you go. Uh, I do want to get back to early entry because uh, one yeah. thing different is all four parks now, not just the one, not just the one you're targeting. Which is great because it doesn't draw a crowd to it. Because before we would say avoid extra magic hours, right? Yep. Like it seems counterintuitive to pass on one of the big on-property perks, but it drew such a crowd to that park. Now that it's all the parks, it's more evenly dispersed. A little bit. And, and is everyone about 30 minutes? What have we seen? Every day. So if you're off property, you are starting behind the, just every day. You can't rope drop that e-ticket successfully ever. So you, you're going to have to be more likely to buck up the money to buy all of the individual attractions, which if you're buying all of them, that's... For off property? Yeah. Yeah. But they don't even start till the park opens for that part. Yeah, and so if you are buying it, then the time is pushed out too, because as things get bought up or booked with Lightning Lake, further and further out. So that's another disadvantage for off property. Yeah. So especially when it comes to those big e-tickets, which I mean that's why we're here. The e-tickets, right? Nobody comes to Disney for the the C-ticket. Uh, Jeannie thought I did, but there there are some things at park um, at the early early entry that are not open just like um early or extra magic hours used to be too so just keep that in mind so like i said tomorrowland Fantasyland opened but but not the characters in Fantasyland. no but they never were with extra magic hours either no but like Frontierland and um adventureland they do not open with that and so that's actually where the off-property guests are lining up that's where i would line up if yeah. i was an off-property guest because you get first dibs over there then yeah there's a lot of advantages to it. Any other questions, Derek? Uh, those are kind of my, my big ones. Sounds like it's worth You've convinced me that I will get it. I was just going to do it for one day. I'm going to do it for two for sure. Hot Mar- Hollywood Studios Day as well. Are so. you that afternoon or anything? You're going to swim. I know that. Yeah, that, that we are going to hop. I just don't know where yet on, so on that Once day. you know where, you, you, when you're done at the one park, you set your next lightning lane up. And it's nice knowing you're going to walk into a park in the evening and have something that you can just go do, low stress, tap in. Also, let me just say how nice it is to finally be like tapping into an attraction again. I kind of miss that. It's like a, there's like a dopamine release or something going on when you hear that little noise and you're walking into an attraction in a fast pass lane, which is magic, now a lightning lane. Magic bands are also very valuable again. Yeah, in my opinion, they got we, away from it. We but, had to wait on people to dig out their oh my gosh their tickets from their purse, or they're using the app as their ticket medium. And they have to open it and get. And it to it's got to be open the right, and then they got to hold their phone right. Is just get a magic band, people. Just get a magic band, even so, though they cost money, more money. Right. No, but hey, <laughs> it's an accessory. I know. I think this is the trip where we finally get our kids custom magic band. Well, the two older ones. I don't trust that little one. But yeah, yeah, you got yeah. Let them let them get their nice ones. They got annual passes now, so. Do uh, you say custom? Are you just letting them pick out a magic band out of the whole selection, or like customizing with their name? No, uh, pick out one with their okay. the selection. That's within they, reason. 
the the name thing when we did that for our kids like a year later they're like eh, yeah, to yeah. have a name on it so they, no they want they want cool characters cool. yeah I, I got my yeah. custom ones my wife does so it's, it's time that we be good parents i mean we bought them annual passes might as well buy them magic bands to go with it so overall you guys sound like you're having a, a great time and uh you feel like it's worth it in the long run yeah it like i said it's you have to it's basically just think of it you have to buy your fast pass now and if you don't buy fast pass almost everyone else is and you're behind them no not everybody i don't fast pass plus was still used more widely than this is now but it's also new not everybody even knows it's an option it's hard to even see like when you open up the app i it's hard to say how many people actually know about but it but they didn't book with the travel agent. but it is definitely being used i kind of thought oh there's barely going to be anybody using this it's so new and kind of convoluted and confusing i've been surprised at how many people are going in and i think i've texted you that type mm-hmm. of thing. like people are using it i did not expect that like especially like rise and mind train the flight of passage the ones where you're paying even more mm-hmm. been used so it's definitely changed probably what we'll do when we come with our kids. I think we were thinking more like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Now we're more like, well, we better budget for just, this. Just put it in, the, put it on the tab. Told, I think it was, I was talking with Kent and he was like, I have just no food today. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's yeah, food, food or lightning lane. Come on guys. We, we got $15 for rise or $15 at quick service. Now the man that would choose. pick rise, Alden would pick food. I, tell yeah. you that for sure yeah so. <laughs> he's a teenage boy though all right one, well, oh go on one thing when you're in your tit in the tip board um that we were talking about earlier it's gonna tell you if you have one booked so like we have a jungle cruise tonight um it's gonna say standby line like doug was saying and then it's gonna say gene lightning lane genie plus lightning lane okay it's gonna give you the next available time so the next available time we could get is 7 15 um, but we don't have that time booked. So then in that same box, it says oh. booked with the check mark, not us. That's not our time. So never in the tip board is it actually going to tell you the times that you physically have. Mm. You're going to have to go to the my day tab. Oh, which yeah. is right there, and that's where you're going to find the ones that you actually have booked along with Jeannie's suggestions, subtle suggestions that you're going to ignore. They still want to do the carousel. They're, they're like after us to go on that carousel. Yeah, but that's important because that really confused Doug. Um, yes. Also, if you have a dining reservation, it will overlap with your, your lightning lanes can overlap with that. Um, and you really don't want that because you like, so we have a, we have a fireworks dessert party tonight. Jeannie's just ignoring that. Like it doesn't even, yeah. it just suggests a different dinner for Here us. Here it even. says, that's weird. You know, we have our check-in for the dessert party at 630 and then it's the next recommendation is Swiss Family Robinson at six fifty-five. Yeah, makes sense. You know what? Let's pass on the expensive desserts and go do Swiss Family Robinson. And then one other thing to say: um, if you go back to that hamburger thing or the three lines, um, if you click on the future plans when you're in the My Disney Experience app, really quickly it's going to show you on the day right now, like today, November seventh. Um, it's going to tell you really quickly what you already have booked almost like, like an old fast pass screen exactly like but the then old it fast disappears pass really really quick so if you can catch that really quick and get a screenshot of it then you can kind of see what you have already lined out otherwise there's really no way to see that anymore um for the actual day that you're in now if you're going on a future date like we're going at thanksgiving 
those plans are still in there along with the dinners and the things that we have booked. So the app is just completely different. I have one other perk of Genie Plus that we have not mentioned. Oh, yeah. The filters. Oh, the lens- yep. Disney yeah. PhotoPass lenses. Um, they're kind of cool. It's something they didn't have to give us, but they did. But you only get them when you purchase the Genie Plus. I believe you get them for a week. After you go home, even, you can play with them at home. There are some that are geotagged where they only work in certain spots. But um, if anybody's following us on Twitter and saw the frightening picture of me as Genie, that is a thing. I was confused at first. That's what that We is. also did a uh, ladies and lady in the Yeah, where we you're both eating yeah. noodles. Yeah, we'll have to share that one, too. There we go. So. <laughs> it's a lot of weird, but... More stuff to learn, I'm sure. And like, like I said, le- definitely a learning curve. So, you know, if you get it on the first day and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can figure this out, definitely get it on the next day because you're going to know more about yeah. it the next the day. The second day is going to be even better. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys need to get back to the park and I actually need to edit this show because I'm leaving for, I'll be there mm-hmm. when this show comes out. So excited just to be there and try it out as well. But Michelle, why don't you take a minute and tell people how they can book, how they can get everything and do uh, what you can do for them. Sure. I would love to help. So my email is Michelle at touringplans.com and I am rope drop queen on all the social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. So, um, yeah, you can contact me there. And how far out are you booking right now? All the way for Disney world, all the way through the end of 2022. There you go. Good time to take a vacation. Definitely glad we are going and Uh, It'll be really good to try all these things out. If you have any questions, please let us know. Send us a message at Rope Drop Radio on all the things. Uh, We'll let Michelle answer them because we know how good Doug and I are answering some of these technical questions, uh, especially with uh, Lightning Lane and Genie and all the touring stuff. But thank you guys for taking moments out of your day to record. And sorry, I'm just going to miss you guys, but uh, have fun and let me know what you do for the rest of the day. We will. Uh, Safe travels, Derek. Thank you. All right, guys. And if you want to help support the show, you're going to have to visit our Patreon link. It is in the show notes as well as with Michelle's email. Follow us all the things at Rope Drop Radio and leave a review. We did not get to that today because it's weird. Doug's there. Um, But please leave a review so we can read it on air coming up in the next few trips. But for Michelle and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.